Salaam, salaam from the Windy City. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 22nd of September, 2022. Here's a quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Fortunately, the federal government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, are planning to conduct negotiations in order to end the war. But what has been going on in Tigray since the war resumed a few weeks ago? The UN Office for the Coordination of Humanitarian Affairs has revealed that more than 10,000 people have been forced to flee from their homes in the Amhara, Afar, and Tigray region since the conflict restarted. The North Wallow Zones administration told the U.S. media outlet Voice of America that almost 100,000 people that had been evicted are currently seeking shelter in the zone. When the war resumed, vehicles carrying aid stopped entering Tigray and flights from Addis to the region's capital, Mekele, were suspended. According to the Ida Referral Hospital, the largest in Tigray, the government's forces' airstrikes have killed dozens of people since the war resumed. The executive has denied these claims, saying that the strikes didn't target civilians. The TPLF, on the other hand, has allegedly murdered more civilians than the government's troops. The Dupti General Hospital in Afar said that the TPLF's heavy weaponry strikes have massacred many people, including two children. The Wakamra administration, a district in the Amhara region, also accused the front of killing dozens of civilians. Even though both the government and the TPLF have expressed their willingness to come to terms via the African Union, the tragic war continues. A silver lining from this past week's tragedy is the Afar region government's effort to send back home hundreds of Tigrayans who have been displaced because of the war. They've stayed in shelters in Afar for months, and in June, when the ceasefire came to effect, they told officials that they wanted to go back to Tigray. The Ethiopian Human Rights Commission urged officials to let them go, and between late August and the first weeks of September, the Afar region governments managed to retain hundreds of Tigrayans back to their homes. On Monday the 19th, the UN's Human Rights Council Commission of Experts released a 19-page report, which states that since the war broke out almost two years ago, both the government and the TPLF committed multiple war crimes, such as extrajudicial killings, rape, and using starvation as a weapon. The government and the TPLF haven't commented on the report, but Zenebi Kabete, Ethiopia's ambassador to Switzerland, and the UN office in Geneva took to Twitter to say that the report was a premeditated, politically motivated document that is not to be trusted. Moreover, after his 10-day visit to Ethiopia, Mike Hammer, the U.S. Special Envoy to the Horn of Africa, said that he was concerned about the presence of Eritrean forces in Tigray. He said that the U.S. is looking for diplomatic solutions to the war. But if that doesn't work out, the country will consider sanctions to bring warring parties to peace. Hammer also claimed that the U.S. respects Ethiopia's unity, sovereignty, and national integrity, and that the country only wants lasting peace for all Ethiopians. In international news, you've probably heard that Queen Elizabeth's funeral was held on Monday the 19th in the presence of the heads of states of many countries. Ethiopia, which has a long history with Britain and maintains a strong bilateral relation with the United Kingdom, was represented by President Saleh Wargzoede, who was in London to attend the funeral. She also signed the official condolence book at Lancaster House. On another note, The Ministry of Finance has revealed that there will be tax cuts to encourage the import of electrical vehicles, or EVs. All EVs, imported or assembled locally, will be free from value-added and excise taxes. They will also pay lower custom fees. Now, for EVs assembled locally, custom fees will be just 5% of the total price of the car. For imported ones, it will be 15%. The Ministry said that these cuts are intended to encourage the purchase and use of EVs, since they are more environmentally sustainable. Speaking of cars, 
On Thursday the 15th, Swedish car manufacturing giant Volvo opened its first sales and maintenance center in Dukan, a city just outside Addis. The Aromia region's head of investment bureau, Volvo's Africa director, and Sweden's ambassador to Ethiopia, among others, were present at the inauguration of the center. Now moving on, the Customs Commission has amended a law which determines how many consumer goods a person can bring into the country. The commission said that the previous law had opened the door for illegal trade, so it had to be amended. According to this new law, passengers arriving in Ethiopia can only bring in 16 types of consumer goods, a staggering 84% decrease from the previous law, which allowed more than 100 types of goods to be brought in. The new law came into effect on the 29th of August. On Saturday the 17th, Ethio Telecom launched a new service called eSIM. This new feature allows subscribers to get all the services the company provides without getting a physical SIM card and use multiple cell phone numbers on a single device. Users can only get their eSIM at the company's premium service in the heart of Addis, around Churchill Avenue. The company says it will make the feature available in all of its service centers soon, and the eSIM feature works only on a select few, top-of-the-line smartphones. On that note about telecom service providers, last week we told you that Safaricom had rolled out its services in Adama and Bahirdar. Well, on Saturday the 17th, the company started operating in three more cities, Debrezit, Mojo, and Debre-Bernan. So currently, Safaricom services are running in a total of eight cities. Now on to some news about education. On Monday the 19th, schools started all over the country, and the Ministry of Education said that the new curriculum will come into effect this academic year. The new curriculum was a source of controversy this past week as reports surfaced on social media that the new fourth grade math textbook contained defective content. The 18th page of the PDF file said that the G's numerals, which are indigenous to Ethiopia, were copied from Greek numerals, and this mistake caused a stir on social media, but the Addis Ababa Education Bureau released a statement saying that the hard copy, the textbook that was actually published, did not include this faulty information. An anonymous individual who participated in preparing the book took a social media channel and said there were plenty more mistakes in the PDF version, which was just a draft. He also said that neither writers nor editors had ulterior agendas. Now in travel news, the Dubai Tourism Exhibition for East African Cities was held last week on Thursday the 15th at the Hyatt Regency Hotel. The exhibition aimed to introduce ways to visit Dubai at reasonable prices. 25 foreign companies involved in the tourism sector sent their representatives to the exhibition and around 200 local companies received training. Among sub-Saharan countries, Ethiopia second only to Nigeria in volume of commercial and tourism trips to Dubai. And to close this edition, two weeks after the Ethiopian New Year, the Christian holiday Meskel, which translates to cross, is celebrated. The day commemorates with the finding of the true cross of Jesus Christ. Now, the holiday will be mainly celebrated on the Tuesday, the 27th, at the Mesco Square, in the presence of patriarchs of the Ethiopian Orthodox Church and government officials. Now, a huge torch is usually lit up after a solemn religious proceeding, commemorating how Roman Express Helena found the true cross in the 4th century. We wish you a happy mescal. And that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. We've been thinking about ways that we can set up some type of community, not through emails or some other way to waste time online, but a real community with people, influence, and responsibilities. We are not sure how to do it or what it would look like, but if you are listening to this, then you are exactly who we want to be in on it. Is there any chance you could talk to us about whether or not that would interest you and whether that endeavor would be something you would be interested in? Send us an email at podcast at Rorschach.com. Ciao.